This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Double Feature Movie Podcast. My name is Ernest Lewis and I'm standing in for Jonathan Roberts, who has become our guest instead this week. And uh, What can I say? Technical glitches led us to this <laughs> travesty of a podcast. I've been CGI'd in to this <laughs> podcast episode. If only Tom Cruise was here. Anyway, speaking of Tom Cruise, I heard some trailers drop. Well, it's Comic-Con weekend, so... Okay. Lots of studios are dropping stuff all over the place. So today we had three major drops. Tom Cruise is back, is going to be Top Gun Maverick. And, well, I mean, if you like the original Top Gun, Mm. you may well like this. The trailer tells you absolutely nothing about it. (laughs) The footage looks amazing, uh, but it gives you no info. It's basically Ed Harris, being grizzled Ed Harris, telling off Tom Cruise, who is Maverick. Not uh, as grizzled. Is well, Ed Harris was born grizzled. Yes, Tom Cruise is youthful as ever. <laughs> so, whilst they make a point of saying it's 35 years, you haven't retired, you can't get a promotion, you should be a two star admiral by now, but, but he's just the captain. Wow, and then it's kind of Tom Cruise smiling as he apparently has learned to fly a fighter jet. Mm. Which, given that he learned to fly helicopters specifically for Mission Impossible Fallout yeah. last year, uh. Yeah, that probably figures with the whole Tom Cruise ethos. Of course he knows how to fly a fighter jet. <laughs> of course he does. Why wouldn't he? He's Tom Cruise. He does it all. Man. But, yeah, there's absolutely no info in the trailer. It's just like a throwback to all the greatest hits of the original film. Okay. So you get him on the motorbike. You get him in the aviator chaise. You get the smile. You get the barroom singing. <laughs> and you get the homoerotic volleyball. Okay. And soundtrack? What about the soundtrack? We soundtrack? all remember the original. It, well, you know, you, we Berlin, don't. Take My Breath Away was like the big hit from there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I would not be surprised if they have someone else to do it again. All right. Probably okay. not Berlin. But I pretty much guarantee the rest of this trailer just looks like a homage to the original. So I'm pretty gar- much guaranteeing Take My Breath Away will be in it at some point. Okay, do you think the younger generation will go for it? That's a very good question. At the moment, mm. it does look like an exercise in uh, nostalgia. Yeah. But that said, the flight sequences, I mean, the planes dashing along the ground floor of the desert, yeah. you know, we're just inches off the floor. That's an F-16? Or is it a Tomcat? Um, well, you know, uh, my flying days are way <laughs> over, and I don't fly them anymore. Okay. Not since that incident. You remember the one? Yes, yes, yeah. I do remember that. Okay, yeah. so what else dropped? Buckingham Palace just wasn't the same again. <laughs> what, what else dropped? What else dropped? Well, uh, the other big drop is... Well, okay, so Terminator Dark Fate oh, has wow. already had a panel at Comic-Con, and James Cameron is mm. back. So this is going to be essentially Terminator 3. Okay. Forget everything past Terminator 2. Yeah. Back in 1991, I think. This mm. is the continuation. So uh, in the behind-the-scenes footage that they've released, it's very clear that Arnie is a Terminator again because he's got a robot arm. Okay. Uh, it's And he looks damn good. I've got to say, Arnold looks really good. He's 70-something. Yeah. He looks really good. I, I mean, think he must be having same the same breakfast as Tom Cruise. Or it's like, like some that. yeah. It's like they've had a reverse face app. You know the <laughs> old age thing. Yeah, they've permanently got you know the youthful face app going on. Mm. Unlike my. Have you tried the face app thing? No. 
Oh, I, I've tried it and deleted it from so my phone. So reverse face app is not backed by Russia, right? No, no. <laughs> Ani looks good. Ani looks great. Uh, Linda Hamilton is back as Sarah Connor. Edward Furlong is back as well oh, wow. as John Connor. Okay. So everything, Terminator 3, Terminator Salvation, Terminator Genesis, forget them. Forget they them. They did not happen. This is James Cameron co-writing, and it's an R-rated Terminator as well. Now, if I were to watch the movie, to prepare for it, I should just watch the first two again? Oh, yeah, yeah. You won't think that it's... Uh, I was, what's 1991? That is yeah, 30, that close time. to 30, yep. th- almost 30 years ago. Yeah. Everyone's looking really good. Actually, I don't know. I've not seen Edward Furlong yet. He's had troubles in the past. Well, Looks good. So, Sounds good, And you've good, got a new cast coming on. So, in theory... The action looks good. The behind-the-scenes thing that's up on YouTube, it looks pretty good. Okay. Does the story hold together? We'll have to see. We'll check it out. Mm. What else, next? Okay. The biggest controversy is the trailer for Cats. The mm. Andrew Lloyd Webber musical, you know, yes. long-running. Yes, try I that again. I failed the audition. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that that's that. Uh, the trailer for that is out, and it has basically broke the internet in some ways, or at least damaged Twitter. How so? Uh, people don't like it. It's like the new Sonic the Hedgehog. You know how okay. there was a huge outcry when Sonic the Hedgehog came out? Yeah. Like, it doesn't look like Sonic. It's horrible. <laughs> it's freaking me out. Right. It's that, again. So all about the aesthetics. It's the aesthetics, yeah. Okay. I'm sure no one's got an issue with the, f- with the songs. Yeah. The cast, you can't really have a go at the cast. Idris Elba. Dame Judi Dench. Wow. Uh, Ian McKellen, Jennifer Hudson, Taylor Swift, mm. uh, James Corden, you may be. Yeah, uh, James Corden, yes, about. Of course. Taylor Swift plays who? A cat. Now, bear <laughs> in mind, I'm not a fan of musicals, yeah. and I, as far as I know, all the cats in this yes. are all called Timothee, Tamoshanta, McGillicuddy, <laughs> Hicks. I don't know. They, they've all got bing bidilom bidilom. <laughs> Bomb Ballerina. Bomb Ballerina is definitely a cat in this. I okay. don't know who the cat is, though. Okay. So do you have the same problem that the well, internet Well, everyone to seems to yeah. hate this because uh, it's mocap. So mm. it's the actual actors obviously running around in mocap suits. And yeah. they've had all the fur and, uh, you know, emotional ears. Yeah. When I say emotional ears, I mean ears that react to emotional. Okay. You know, they, they react. Yes. Um, and they've got tails stuck on. Part of the problem is that some people are saying tails don't go where they've put them on the characters here. Right. Some people feel that they've on the backside they're a bit too low, <laughs> a bit too in between the cheeks rather than on top of the cheek. And all this is from watching the trailer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Hey, it's a trailer. You know, it's Twitter, and they've gone mental. So some people have called it a nightmare. Some call some have called it you know like a horror of the uncanny valley. Um, yeah, okay. they've got issues with it. So they're dissecting also, where the tails. No, it's, out it's from. more that everyone. It's like human faces mapped onto okay. cat-like bodies, and that's where they've got the issue. Ah. It's kind of like a bit nightmarish. It's a bit odd. Okay. Some of them, like James Corden and Rebel Wilson. Okay, James Corden and Rebel Wilson. They look like people in cat suits. Right. Whereas everyone else has that kind of like Avatar-style cat people. Okay. Aesthetic. So James Corden looks like Mike Myers yeah. uh, for when he did the cat in the hat. Yeah. He looks similar to that. It okay. looks like a cat suit okay. with his face. But there's bits of that where you do a freeze frame. It looks a bit fru- fruky. Spooky. Spooky. Okay, so we got to watch that and decide how well, we feel yeah, about it. it. 
yeah. if he lying about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's You're awful. in the mood. Cats don't go mood. Mude. Don't be catty. <laughs> yes, if you're feeling in the mood. The question oh is, Lord. could Tom Cruise have done a better job in Cats? Oh, obviously. Yeah. So my other issue with Cats is that it's by Tom Hooper, who I don't... I always have an issue with his films. Like, do you watch The King's Speech? Yes, I did. Yeah. Do you watch Lady? I really Miss? like it. Uh, like not it. really. Okay. Yeah. I have an issue with things like The King's Speech and uh, I believe uh, The Danish Girl as well, where yeah. he he seems to film more as though it's a stage play or you're filming a stage play rather than a film where you mm. get invested and you, you get taken into the scene. Right. I don't know. This one looks a bit different. Okay. The colors look great. It's just that people have, you know, freaked out by the look of these anthropomorphic cats. Anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic. I don't know how to pronounce it. We're not anyway, going to try. We no, can't. We can't no. pull off a duet there. No, we can't. Hello, listeners. This is just me stepping in for a moment to say, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or indeed Spotify, do like, rate, and review us. Every little helps. And if you've got anything to tell us, do write into podcasts at sbh.com.sg. Tell us where you're listening to the podcast at this very moment, why don't you? We look forward to your mail. And now, back to the program. So what's next? Okay, well... What else was there? There is actually something out this week that you can go watch. Okay. There is also The Dead Don't Die, which is the new film by Jim Jarmusch. Mm. Uh, Jim Jarmusch is a legendary... Indie film director. Yeah. This is his first zombie film. It's kind of a zombie comedy. Okay. It has got a wealth of stars in it, a wealth of people who are just willing to turn up to be in a Jim Jarmusch film. So he has Bill Murray, who's been a longstanding friend of yeah. Jim Jarmusch, Tilda Swinton, wow. Adam Driver, Chloe Savini, um, Danny Glover is in it, wow. Steve Buscemi, uh, a whole bunch of people. Oh, right. just like turn up. Because quite a cast, quite a cast. Mm. Because Jim Jarmusch films are languid; they just kind of happen. So in this, you've got a very small town, okay, and then suddenly, thanks to uh, polar fracking, they've yeah. been fracking at the polar things, and apparently they've knocked the Earth off its axis, uh-huh. which has caused some kind of thing to happen. And you can There's see the magnetic things yeah. around the moon, okay, and the dead are rising. Right. So it's kind of a worldwide thing. It's very much a comment on our state of... Uh, but Singapore's safe, right? <laughs> to be honest, it doesn't really figure. Um, but this is kind of a comedy thing. So everything's kind of very laid back. Everything's very languid. Uh, Adam Driver and Bill Murray and the close of are the police force of this very small town. Okay. And then the dead start to rise. The first two are... Iggy Pop and uh, this <laughs> other actress who's been with Jim Jarmusch for quite some time. Okay. And then everyone else starts to rise. And yeah, Kelly, Caleb Landry Jones is in there. Mm. Tilda Swinton, absolutely hilarious in this. All right. RZA from the Wu-Tang Clan. Even Selena Gomez turns up. Like three teens from out of town turn up into Centerville. Nobody really gets out of it well. Okay. It's a zombie film still. Okay. So and it's, and it's funny invasion. how? It's a very unique take of humor. Now, even for fans of Jim Jarmusch, there will be things in this that you may not like. You probably recognize the zombie tropes. In the George Romero films, Mm. you know, Dawn of the Dead specifically, Mm. uh, the zombies 
congregated on shopping malls because that's what they remember doing when they were alive. It goes to an, like an extra level in this. So when the zombies are going around, the first two zombies, <laughs> and all they want is coffee from the diner. Coffee. Right. Then you've got some wandering around with their phones in their hands going, Wi-Fi, <laughs> Bluetooth. Right. Okay. Kid, so they're not just going, going straight after humans. The no, they're, they're kind of in the way. Ah. But they really want, so, you know, some of the power tools, <laughs> candy. So they're all rising and they all they want these things. So... Tom Cruise. If that's what you want when you're a zombie, <laughs> I'm... Well, okay. Uh, the problem with it is that even for a Jim Jarmusch fan, and I do like his films, Ghost Dog, Way of the Summer is fantastic. The Limits of Control, another fantastic mm. film, Down by Law. And co- Coffee and Cigarettes. Have you seen Coffee and Cigarettes? Which is just conversations over coffee and... Mm, I'm confusing. No, I didn't see that. Well, well, yeah, there's a very particular type of humor in this, but even so, this breaks the fourth wall. It gets too meta. They keep on playing this theme song, which is uh, The Dead Don't Die, country western song by uh, Sturgill Simpson. And how does it go? <laughs> Okay, I already gave you a blast of memories. I'm not going to give you this one. But when someone says, oh, what's that song? Adam Driver says, it's The Dead Don't Die by Sturgill Simpson. It's the theme song. And immediately you're like, Hmm. okay. Okay. And then that particular riff happens later on, and there's a bit of this character's knowing and they are characters. Yeah, and talking and to the camera or something like that. They don't quite talk to the camera. It's not like a Deadpool fourth oh, wall right. thing, but okay. it's just that they are, what yeah, they I talk get, about is, it blurs the line. Yeah, I get what and, you mean, yeah. Yeah, so one character also has quite a, a mad conclusion, which comes out of nowhere. Okay. Uh, so it's weird because he didn't need to do this. Everything is there. It's one of those things that it's, it's like so close to wish fulfillment. A Jim Jarmusch zombie comedy with Bill Murray, Adam Driver, and all these other great actors in it. Mm. Everything seems to be there. And then he just kind of scuffs the ending mm. with this kind of like quite smug in a way. If it was any less charming, it yeah. would be awful. Right. It takes a lot of skill and a lot of goodwill, I think, to get away with doing what he does in this film and to still have mm. some goodwill left. So I would say, barring the ending, both of you, I mean, you guys... We enjoyed it. It's, you it's really gonna, enjoyed it's gonna it. Like a, it's just, I find yeah. his films have got like a... Sometimes there are these French films which just seem to like happen to... The camera just seems to happen along to a scenario. Yeah. And it just happens in yeah. and then leaves again. It seems oh, to be did, French films yeah, that you yeah. know, do that. That's very it European. Has that, yeah, it yeah. has that kind of sensibility that suddenly the camera just happens to be here and it captures this thing and it goes out. It seems that once he says his piece, which is, the human race is doomed, yeah. but once he said that, he realises he's got a bit more film left. Yeah, There could have been something wonderful there. It could have been absolutely wonderful, and I think it just scuffs the ending. Mm. Well, that's our picks from our Double Feature Movie Podcast. <laughs> yes, it is. Thanks, JB. Always a pleasure. Well, it's wonderful to have you or the AI version of you or the CGI version of you. Um, I think it's wonderful that your CGI version is, you look more like the Hulk. I think it's, it's, uh, it's impressive. Yeah. Uh, I think you've done well with the CGI there. Yeah. Just snap your finger and I'll be here as your stand-in host. 
Till the next episode, we'll see you guys. And we are back. There's been a bit of a gap. Two days, in fact. I'm here with Joanne So from the new paper. Hello. Hello. Now, technical glitch last time meant that we didn't get her review of Lion King. So, <laughs> let's do it now. What do you think of The Lion King? It's all right. It's Sorry. not too bad. <laughs> no, it, but I mean, is it everything that you'd want it to be? Is it? Is it all the same songs? Yes, all the same songs plus one additional um, from Beyonce. Well, it's done very well. It seems to have done very well. The box office is uh, incredible. It's done. It's taken in um, 185 million. Then again, I don't think there's weekend. much to and go against it. I mean, if you like Lion King, I mean, obviously, if you love the first one, you might not like this one so bad. But it's not a bad film. You have to really give him lots of credit and all those CGI people, lots of John credit. John Favreau. Yes, John Favreau, and all his people who didn't, his who did all the CGI. Fantastic! It's a very, it's a very well-made film. Now, apparently, I've heard from him himself, not that we were chatting over the weekend or anything, but in interviews, uh, there is one clip that is real lion photography. Everything else is made in the computer. And they put it in to see if anyone could spot the difference. I don't know where it is. He's not said. But apparently, somewhere, because it's so photorealistic, you can't tell the lions from... You, real lions. you really can't tell. It, it's really very good. It's it's so it's so similar. It's it's really like watching a documentary, mm. and that's that's the good part and also the bad part about it. Yeah, it's hard to see and hear the voice coming out from the real lion's mouth. Right. And then when you have a very emotive and dramatic moment, you just have the lion's face. So it's just very. It's, <laughs> I I don't know. Blame me on bad acting or something. <laughs> Bad it's, acting. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. The cast is no. pretty good. <laughs> no, but the, the eyes and everything are just like dead. It's, you mean it's bad acting from the CGI lines? Yes, from the right. from the animals. Okay. They can't emote. Yes, they can't emote. Right. Okay. You know, this one is definitely a leak of its own in terms of cinematography, in terms of CGI, in terms of animation and all. But if you put it next to even a musical and the original, it's just there's no life in it. <laughs> okay, so you you prefer it where the animals do stack up? For yeah, sake because of life, it, it's it, just it, no, no, not not stack up. I'm sure there's other ways to do it. If the musical can do it, I mean, humans can actually mm. do the 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 circle of life, the non stacking up part. But there's, I guess, there's you have to make it more in sync. No, with I'm sure they can do something, but it's like. Maybe maybe that's the thing about if you don't have used motion capture, you don't capture the facial expressions. But if they're really trying for this real photorealism mm. thing, you cannot expect the animals to emote because animals don't. So you think this would work better if you have not seen any of the previous Lion yeah, Kings? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's definitely, it's people who have not seen it. I mean, it's still, it's still a marvel because, I mean, it did so well at the box office. It's like, it's in the, it's already made over half a billion worldwide. Yeah. So it's, and this opening, opening weekend and it's the best since after Endgame. So, you know, the appeal is there. I would watch it again, mm-hmm. maybe not so soon, but it's. I won't say that it's a bad film. It's just maybe they have to improve on the technology. Maybe that's something he can do it. Like John Furrow is going to do uh, Jungle Book 2. Maybe something he can learn from this. This is a great case study for them to use VR and new technology. So maybe for the next one, they can 
maybe make the animals look more convincing. Good news that happened over the weekend. Avengers Endgame has now surpassed Avatar as the highest box office earner of all time, which is wonderful news. Uh, John Favreau, of course, is associated with the Marvel Mm -hmm. world. He is Happy Hogan in Spider-Man. And, of course, CGI Cats. Have you seen the Cats trailer? Yes, And what did did you think of it? Strange. (laughs) Yeah. We talked about it earlier in the podcast, but just wondering what your view of it was, because people have been freaking out over it. I don't know. Like, I don't, why I, are all the male cats dressed and all the female cats kind of s- nude to some extent? I don't know. I, 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 I'm not very familiar with this cats thing. I mean, I watched it a long time ago as a, the actual musical, but I don't remember much about the whole story. And it looks, some of the felines look pretty good. I mean, Taylor Swift looks pretty pretty good, but some of them mm-hmm. looks just like, you know, it's like what we, what we talked earlier about um, cat, suits. cat suits. Yeah. So, and it's just snippets of it and Jennifer Hudson doing... I will just have to see if I can stand a musical. It's... There's only, yeah, it's, there's only one memorial song, which is Memory. And if it's Jennifer Hudson doing what she did in... I mean, if you've seen from the trailer. So, I think... I don't know. Hmm. It's another one you can just go and watch it with. Is that the only memorable song from it? Uh, do you remember any others? <laughs> it's something a about I'm a cat oh I don't know no, no. Uh-huh. anyway <laughs> the weekend we had the SDCC or Comic Con as it's yes. more popular you know. and of course in Hall H is where Marvel unleashed a whole slew yes. of telling you how to spend the next couple of years waiting and anticipating for new stuff did they release about eight Eight titles? Eight oh, eight many, oh, many, many. In if you watch the footage, where well, crucially, um, there's big announcements for uh, Eternals f- uh, with Angelina Jolie mm. and Selma Hayek and Kumail Nanjiani. Then there's Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. <laughs> Tony uh, Leung. Tony Leung. Yeah. So a uh, big bid for China there. No longer just having a couple of uh, <laughs> Chinese stars happen to be in the background somewhere. Now we have them fully there. Mm. Quite how that will work, who knows? Black Widow has got its full cast of uh, mm. David Harbour and Florence Pugh and Rachel Weiss. Black Widow would be the first to be really Yeah, so it's going to be Black Widow, then Eternals. Mm. In between, there's all the TV shows, like yeah, Falcon well, and Winter Soldier and WandaVision, which will then feed yeah, into... Feed to Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange with the best title of the bunch, which is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which I'm kind of looking forward to, really. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Even though the actual Doctor Strange last time left me a bit cold, it didn't uh, quite come off. I don't know, I liked it, so... Some effects were good, but I, I don't know, another wasted villain kind of thing. Who's the villain? Ah! Isn't it the 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 the, the Domamu or something towards the end that was the big main villain but the guy that's chasing him around earlier on Which yeah that? That, that, show, <laughs> that shows how memorable it was oh, Mads that, Mikkelsen yes the James Bond guy J- Mads Mikkelsen yeah <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then of course at the end uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor is uh, yep, yep, yep. going to be is it Baron Mordo Mordo yeah 
something like that. Mm. But I'm not. Sh- uh, they didn't mention about him in this Doctor Strange. So is he going to be a bad guy or somebody else? Well, he's meant to be some kind of bad guy, but who knows where it's going to go off hmm. to? Because uh, Scarlet Witch is going to be joining yep, that's right. Doctor Strange for this one. So and apparently. Compared to last time, where they had the Netflix shows and uh, Agents of Shield, mm. these shows that they've got coming out on Disney Plus, which means you got to sign up for it because yep. you won't get it anywhere else. These seem all very much Interlinked. linked. Yeah, everything is now becoming one mass of Marvel. I'm also quite interested to to watch the animated one, the What Ifs. It's quite, oh yeah, yeah. The, the premise is quite interesting. It's like you know, it really can go off anywhere. It's like What If this. Well, the comics were quite popular back in the day mm. so they had a series of comics called what if so it's like what if captain america was unfrozen today or what if captain america was uh, what if conan the barbarian came back to modern day what if the hulk went berserk what if dr doom was a hero so what if spider-man didn't become a superhero and became a celebrity instead mm. all these kind of things so some of them better than others. It was kind of like a, a side thing mm. that you know, trainee artists would get to do and yeah. things like that. So, yeah, could be interesting, should be interesting. Uh, and the biggest announcement, I guess, the biggest announcement, Thor. Thor oh, 4. Mm, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not very... Uh, Why? I'm, okay, the big announcement is that Natalie Portman is coming back. I think it would be interesting to watch that, but I'm just not and sure. And she will be Thor. Yeah, she'll be Thor. I'm not sure how it's going to work, but I mean, obviously, they're going to find a way to work. But I'm just not sure whether I have enough of Chris Hemsworth. That's my thing. That's why I'm not Well, it's keen. coming out quite a bit later, mm. and Guardians 3 is not coming out before it, I don't think, mm. on the schedule. No, I don't think so. So it's going to be coming out end of 2021. So as no. long as Chris Hemsworth doesn't do too many... He has a few other lineup that's it seems very Chris Hemsworthy. Yeah, so I'm not sure if I'll get sick of Chris Hemsworth by then. But I I I don't mind to sing more Valkyrie. So well, that's yeah, good. It's going to be the whole gang, I guess. Mm. But maybe not Hulk. Who knows? But Who knows? yeah, Taika Waititi is back for it. Who knew that Thor was going to get a fourth film yeah. out of all of them? And but then again, Taika Waititi did change pretty much the Marvel Universe with Thor Ragnarok. Mm. Because can you imagine the Dark World version of Thor having that triumphant moment in both uh, Endgame and Infinity War? Like, Infinity War, he comes down. It wouldn't be the same. I can't see it being the same thing. It'd just be like, oh, yeah, it's Thor. Okay, Mm. if I'm right, Thor Ragnarok was originally going to be, let's just have a third one. The smart money was on Thor being one of the heroes to Mm. leave. Yep. After uh, Endgame? No, but the storyline in Ragnarok, besides the humor part, it was very good because to to bring him all the way down, mm. and then to and then you can see how 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 the 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 character progressed in Infinity and Endgame. It makes a lot of sense. That's how Jane Foster, mm. Natalie Portman, will become Thor because, of course, you know, it's whoever is worthy of to wield Molnir will carry the power of Thor. So yep. Thor is more of a title in yep. some ways. Yep. So many people can be Thor. We've mm. even had a th- frog Thor in the comics. Frog Thor? Yeah, frog Thor. <laughs> and there's also Beta Ray Bill, who kind of took over the mantle for a while. He was like an alien, horse face alien. Mm. Yeah. 
all okay. the weirdest stuff that could be happening. So that means they will address how the Mjolnir gets, how she gets the, the Mjolnir from Captain America. Who knows? And so it's, does it mean that Cap will make a cameo somewhere, somehow along the line? I don't he think didn't. they're going to get Chris Evans back. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so too, but who knows? But it does explain why she was at the red carpet for Endgame. Yep. Considering her part in Endgame was just reused old footage, I thought it was a bit, oh, and so notable that she was on the red carpet for it. I thought, why is that happening? And there we have the reason. Yeah, She's and for someone who said that she will back. not come back. Well, I'm guessing they've got the better reason. So mm. Originally, she didn't come back because uh, of the issue of Patty Jenkins losing the Thor Dark World gig. Mm. Who knows what that would have turned out like. Patty Jenkins went on to... Do wonderful things with Wonder Woman. Yep. Could have been a whole different thing. Yeah. Anything else from the Marvel thing? Oh, yeah. An Oscar-winning Blade. So oh, that yeah. was a marvellous thing. That's, I think. I don't think they're going to connect Blade to the Avengers. They're not related somehow or other, right? It's yeah, all Marvel. So. Yeah, it's all Marvel. But he's is been this an Avenger, I think. Is he? I think everyone's been an Avenger at some point. Some, in the comics, some. anyway. I'm just waiting for them to bring back X-Men. Well, they've announced... Fantastic Four is coming. Yep, yep. Quite where the mutants turn up. He did mention mutants. He did mention... Oh, I've almost got no time to mention Guardians 3. Uh, (laughs) What is it? Guardians 3, Fantastic (laughs) Four, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2. Oh, yeah, and Guardians. All these... The expected sequels. All the expected sequels are coming back. Quite how Guardians and Thor work out. I don't know, because Thor was with them at the same time, but... So the building that was so-called teased in Spider-Man Far From Home might be yes. the Baxter, Baxter well, building. Well, that has got yeah. at the bottom. You yeah. can't wait to show you what we've got coming next. And mm. one in a circle, two in a circle, three in a circle. And of course, the Fantastic Four logo is a four in a circle. Mm. But where Spider-Man 3 turns up, or the third Spider-Man home on the range, whatever we're going to call it. Oh, it might. Oh, wait. Hang on. Oh, there's so many possibilities now. Yeah, but it's all lined up. So who knows? And given that everyone seems to be popping into each other's films, who knows where that's going to take us. And set in the same world in New York City. Yeah. Who knows? Mm. Well, there we are. Uh, Join us again later in the week when we'll be discussing probably Ma. (laughs) Yeah, get ready for Ma. (laughs) We'll see what else is coming up. Until then, thank you, Joanne. You're welcome. And thank you, Ernest, for earlier in the podcast. And until another double feature next time, goodbye. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.